This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trapuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. Happy Halloween, everyone. It's the last stretch of October, and we have a new episode of Tea on the Hudson here today. And in honor of the spookiest time of year, it's Hudson County Ghost Stories time. Some of Team Hoboken Girl is here in the studio, and we are going to discuss some ghost stories that have happened right here in our area. Then later, we'll hear from Lexi, one of our beauty contributors during our self-care segment. For our coffee this week, in honor of the season, I'm finally having a pumpkin pie latte from Black Rail Coffee, because you know that spot is one of my favorites. They're located at 800 Jackson Street in Hoboken, and I held out a while to go with the pumpkin, but this is one that I will make the exception for. I absolutely love it, so make sure to stop by and give it a try. It's our last few days of our Fall in Love with Hoboken contest, where you can take photos around Hoboken and Jersey City, post them on your Instagram, and tag us and hashtag Fall in Love with Hoboken through November 1st. Our 12 contest judges will be choosing winners as of next week, so make sure to get those final snaps in and uploaded, and make sure you're following all the judges. More details can be found on hobokengirl.com. And just FYI, there are three winners and the prizes total over $700. This episode is brought to you by the Jersey City Historic Downtown Special Improvement District, better known as HDSID, which hosts amazing events for Jersey City throughout the year, including the Grove Street Farmers Market, the All About Downtown Jersey City Street Fair, and at this time of year, they're hosting their Halloween Family Bash, which is on Halloween, this Thursday, October 31st, from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. on the Newark Avenue Pedestrian Mall. There'll be face painting, a bouncy house, music, candy, pumpkin painting, and more. So definitely make sure you stop by on Halloween for all the fun in downtown Jersey City, the Newark Avenue Pedestrian Plaza. And now let's grab a mug and get started with our news. It looks like Shake Shack is really coming to Hoboken. We reported on Hoboken Girl in May that Shake Shack was allegedly coming to town per some intel from the broker of the deal. But we can now confirm that Shake Shack is, in fact, hiring for its Hoboken location and will be coming sooner rather than later. We don't have any updates on when they're going to be opening just yet, but safe to say it is happening. Real estate company Matt Callie filed a lawsuit against Jersey City in Hudson County Superior Court seeking to nullify an ordinance that changed where food trucks can operate within the city, which we had previously reported on. The ordinance designates food truck zones on portions of streets near their complex. Matt Callie, which owns the Harborside Complex and 101 Montgomery Street, argues in its complaint that the city is acting outside the state's motor vehicle laws. Ultimately, it sounds like they don't want food trucks there. The iconic music venue Maxwell's, located in Uptown Hoboken, has seen the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Justin Timberlake, shout out to the commercial shoot in 2013. If you were there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Nirvana, Oasis, R.E.M., and the Red Hot Chili Peppers have also played there. Now, 
Maxwell's is slated to become a new restaurant concept by Gabby Lombardi, better known as the owner of Soralina in Hoboken, who shared that the location will not be a bistro, which was previously reported by Jersey Diggs. She noted that Lombardi Bistro, which was mentioned in several articles that were circling around, is the LLC that both Soralina and the new space is under, but she'd be sharing details soon with us. For now, know that Maxwell's Tavern has transferred the liquor license to their company, and they have plans to use the space as both a bar and a restaurant. Ernst & Young, an accounting firm with a location on River Street in Hoboken, was under fire last week after an article published on the Huffington Post Women alleged the location provided training with misogynistic undertones to a group of female employees. To learn more, we shared about this in a post on HobokenGirl.com, so definitely go check it out. CarePoint Health Hospitals in Hoboken and Jersey City Heights at Christ Hospital and the Hoboken University Medical Center will likely be acquired by RWJ Barnabas by the end of 2019. In a joint press release, CarePoint Health confirmed that they were working with RWBJ Barnabas for the company to acquire CarePoint Health. The letter proposes the basic structure of the acquisition, citing that RWBJ is looking to purchase both of CarePoint's two locations, and also confirmed that CarePoint Health is looking for a strategic partner in Bayonne Medical Center. Since we reported the first ever DWI e-scooter charge in Hoboken earlier this month, two more people have been charged with DWIs while riding scooters. According to Chief Ferrante, the third alcohol-related incident for an e-scooter driver was only suspected, but it happened back in August, and the other two incidents happened this past month where they were driving while intoxicated. In the aftermath of all these alcohol-related e-scooter incidents, Lime is continuing to urge people to never drink and drive on an e-scooter. The time of the Jetsons has finally come and we may be flying to work sooner than you think. Kitty Hawk Corporation is working on a flying car prototype and wants to bring its flying cars here to Jersey City to test them out. The company has filed a request with the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection as part of a proposal that brings its flyer aircraft to the Jersey City waterfront. Now, this company is backed by Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, and describes its flyer aircraft as an electric vehicle that can also fly 3 to 10 feet above the water. Now, that would be a really cool commute to work. In the wake of some not-so-great press the past few weeks for Hoboken's e-scooters, as you might have heard, Lime is doing something good for the community. The Lime Hero program allows riders to round up the cost of their rides. So if your ride costs $3.59, you can choose to round up the price to $4, and the remainder of that $4 would go to the Hoboken Community Center. The city of Hoboken also just released a survey about the scooter pilot, which is set to expire November 20th. You can find the link on our site, and we also created a little poll for you guys, which is an officially unofficial poll, so make sure to take both of those so we can get lots of feedback on what you guys think about scooters. Jersey City resident Ford Seaman has founded Forest Founders, a nonprofit organization with the mission of planting trees to offset our carbon footprint and ultimately reverse global warming. In a small amount of time, about 18 months, 
His nonprofit has planted about 30,000 trees. Members' monthly membership fees are used to plant 16 trees on each member's behalf. And according to the nonprofit, 16 trees per person is the number of trees needed in order to offset the average American's annual carbon emissions. Sparrow Wine and Liquors' Armando Luis is named 2019 Market Watch Leader. In the article, titled Superstar on the Hudson, Armando is praised for his careful preservation of the store's legacy, his commitment to customer service, and his aptitude for changing with the times. Read the full story on Market Watch Magazine and check out more in our latest news roundup. And now for some openings and closings in Hudson County. Brick and Doe opened in Union City last week, and they're ready to serve the local area with its delicious handmade dough and specialty slices. Their location is 218 48th Street, right on the border of Union City and Weehawken. And they're the latest venture from Jason Rosenthal, who has worked locally in Montclair as a personal chef for the last seven years. Bucket and Bay is working on a new concept shop called Pie 66. And don't worry, no matter where you live, either Hoboken or Jersey City, there will be a nearby location in either area. Pie 66 is coming to both its Hoboken and Jersey City locations, 150 Bay Street and 153 First Street. Bucket and Bay scoop shops in both locations are closing for the season, and in their place you'll find a selection of six pies, paired with, of course, six gelatos. Cafe Esme has officially opened in Jersey City. The new cafe, located at 485 Marin Boulevard, comes from Daniela Sarbu, who also founded World of ABC, the Waldo School in Jersey City. Though small, she wants the Jersey City community to know that their 710-square-foot space, known for its big flavors and big spirit, is a small space, but they have big hearts and good products and coffee. According to the cafe's official Instagram, they offer gorgeous latte art, avocado toast with eggs, goat cheese, omelets, and more. Paper Source is opening this week as new signage, as of last week, confirmed they are currently hiring. According to the sign, seasonal positions are now available and employees even get a discount on products. They'll be located at 501 Washington Street in Hoboken. The Joint Chiropractic just opened a Jersey City location at 140 Bay Street. If you haven't heard of The Joint, it's a group of chiropractors working together to make chiropractic care easier and more affordable to those who need a tune-up. Our last piece of news this week, La Dolce Vita has closed permanently. While commenters in the J.C. Heights Facebook group were going back and forth trying to figure out what led La Dolce Vita to closing, not much is known about why it shut its doors. The location at 398 Central Avenue is now vacant. The Halloween season is upon us, and I don't know about you, but I love being scared, which is a new thing for me, especially when I know it's something happening locally. So to get us in the proper mood, we have a special episode today. We have a few guests on the show, and we're going to be talking ghost stories in Hudson County. (laughs) 
Mike Travers is here. He's a friend of Team Hoboken Girls. He also played David Berkowitz and Son of Sam for the play The Interview, which debuted at the Miles Square Theater. He's a stand-up comedian, actor, and horror movie and ghost story fanatic who has read up on all the ghost stories in Hudson County and is ready to scare the crap out of us. And we also have Jillian, our social media manager from Team Hoboken Girl. She's here because she just loves murder. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Morgan here for moral support. She's also a Team HG member, and she loves not hearing about murder. So here we are. Welcome, guys. Hey. Hi. Thanks (laughs) Thanks for being here. I'm so ready for the Halloween season. When I was growing up, I really didn't love being scared. But Mm -hmm. as I've gotten older, I love murder. I love watching (laughs) true crime. I'm all about it. What about you guys? I love murder, yeah. uh, (laughs) So sinister. Hang out at the police stations, listen in for some (laughs) local... (laughs) <laughs> murders just so I can yeah no I love I love horror movies I love horror you know scary stuff anything so yeah same yes. I grew up watching uh, Forensic Files with my mom so <laughs> super into it my father showed me uh, The Shining when I was about five years old so ever since then oh my it's just god five? Yeah, my, my dad was a phenomenal parent oh. <laughs> wait I watched E.T. when I was five and I had to have my mom come with me to the bathroom for like two years because I was so scared so that's where I'm at with yeah. my yeah. scared stuff but I've come a long way I feel like uh, so Mike you're gonna tell us some ghost stories you've done some research tell I us. am yeah yeah I have a I have a bunch of uh, interesting creepy stories that I don't know uh, where you want me to start but I'm definitely into this kind of stuff so. I know I feel like you're already in character it's like am freaking I? me out <laughs> we were just like chatting having coffee and now you're like I'm ready All for right. the ghost story it's <laughs> currently spinning over there <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, there are so many ghost stories in Hudson County. We picked four, right? Yeah. That we're going to talk about. So you're going to tell us and tell our listeners about them, and I'm kind of ready. I don't know. What about you guys? I'm ready. I'm never ready to be scared, but (laughs) I'll I'll be okay. I'm not ready. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so if you're a local to Hoboken, I'm pretty sure you'll be familiar with the uh, restaurant Brass Rail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. we've had a few Hoboken girl socials there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, well, on Washington Street, if you're not familiar with it, there is this uh, random brass rail that is inside of hmm. the restaurant brass rail, um, and a ton of different waiters and waitresses have stated in the past that they have seen some type of floating figure. When mm. the restaurant is actually closed, interesting, um, <laughs> and it's usually at the bottom or the top of the rail. So I actually have a buddy who freaked out one night because he was a, a waiter there working, and uh, he turned around to put some silverware away, and he saw a woman who looked like she was in a wedding dress. So she turned around, saw a woman in a white. Gowned, look like a wedding dress, just tilting her head and and staring at her. So he looked away for a second um, to see if you know any other people were there uh, in terms of his 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 waitstaff. And when he turned back around, she was just gone. So he looked into this um, after seeing 
uh, seeing that. And, and it turns out that back in like the early 1900s, um, there was a woman on the night of her wedding day oh, no. had uh, had tripped during her reception at the top of the stairs and she fell. Oh my God, those stairs are so steep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, now I'm never going to walk. They really the are. Again. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so she uh, she fell and uh, and broke her neck and died like right on the spot. On her wedding day. On her wedding day. Oh, okay. In front of the whole <laughs> wedding party. Yeah. Oh so my God. Her husband then starts drinking pretty heavily yeah. since then. Yeah. As, yeah. as you probably as you, would you normally if your would, of course, wife yeah. died right in front. Oh my God. So, you know, after this happens, he's, he's drinking one night and he goes into the restaurant and uh, sits at the bar for like a few hours, doesn't really speak to anybody and writes out this whole note saying that, you know, my wife was taken from me. There's no reason for me to live. And this is my last entry and and uh he takes a drink and goes into like the there's like a i i don't know if it's still there but it's been a while since i've been there but there was like a private banquet room that they had upstairs yeah and stands on an empty table and just hangs himself (laughs) why are you laughing i'm sitting there thinking if you like that one you're gonna love this one um yeah oh my god that is so like slapping her like having a great time yeah i'm loving the story tell me more Oh my God. I have heard that one. And that one freaks me out because Brass Rail has actually said to us when we've worked with them on some sponsor content, like, don't talk about the ghosts because they actually get really upset. And it's the ghosts get upset. Yes. And they, they come out and they like mess with, mess with them wow. when they're being talked wow. about. So hopefully I'm not going back to Brass Rail until this episode is I'm like just going to go far in the archives during the day <laughs> at the bar. Yeah. Not upstairs. Well, yeah. So then there's uh, there's another one. Um, have you heard of Sybil's Cave? In, oh, uh, yeah. In I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you haven't, um, so there's this creepy cave, and uh, check it out. So, th- so there's a cave in Hoboken that can be found. I think it's right off of the Hudson River. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure where. And Sinatra, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's this man-made cave that was constructed by an old rich family back in like the 1830s. Now, I'm not sure what the reason is for building it. I guess, you know, <laughs> when you're old and rich and creepy, you build creepy caves. <laughs> That's my dream. Right, yeah. It's <laughs> your Dream. We're all working through it. <laughs> Cave um, building. So, like, fast forward a few years, there is this lady, Mary Rogers, from New York City. Okay, she's like this nice, sweet, twenty-year-old woman uh, working as a sales girl in a tobacco company uh, or a tobacco shop on Broadway. Probably wanted to be an actress or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, so one morning, Mary had left home and she told her boyfriend that she was going to see her aunt that lived like uptown New York, right? Uh, and she'd be, you know, back in the later part of the afternoon. So she goes to her sweet little auntie and she just never returns. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, so where do they find her body three days later is in the Hudson River at the foot of the cave. So the, the groundskeeper for Damn. the rich family is just cleaning up one day and sees two feet sticking out of the water like of the Wizard of Oz. Oh my God. And I guess like the water, was the water closer probably? Probably because that whole Sinatra was kind of built out over the Hudson. So that wasn't there, right? So the cave is really where the water started. Oh my God, that's so freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And she had uh, died by strangulation and beaten and 
Yeah, they, uh, I think they, because she never, because she ended up near that cave, it almost became this tourist attraction for, mm. you know, people that live in the area. For all the, the creeps area. like you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see me there at midnight tonight. Wait, and so what, did they ever figure out what happened? No, I actually, that I went down a rabbit hole trying to figure out if they did, and they, they, they just, they never did. Yeah, they never figured yeah. it out. Which I feel like all of the murders by the Hudson River or the... I'll put it in quotes. Well, even the recently. Quotes. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they're all unsolved, unsolved because you just, the bodies washed down. So it could be from anywhere. It could right. be from us. Not us. Jen just incriminated. Yeah, can we cut that part out? But if you look at the cave at 3.33 a.m. Nope. <laughs> absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> I read something after that too that her fiance actually killed himself after this. Wait, oh, really? Yeah. Another was it himself. the guy who went into uh, the brass rail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, moral of the story. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was him. I don't know. Interesting. Well, if you like that, <laughs> there's more. Tell us more. Great yeah. segue to. Uh, <laughs> um, so there's these steps in Weehawken. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're insane. It's on this insanely windy road. Uh, I can't remember the name of the road. I think it's... The Boulevard East? No, I think it's mm-hmm. called Shippen Road. Shippen Road. I believe. I think it's called... I think also because it's called the, the Shippen Ship Steps. Steps right, yeah. So maybe I should have put oh, it think Oh, I think that's <laughs> higher up by Kennedy. Oh, like I think. Up, and yeah. it goes all the way down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many steps are we talking about here? 432. I have wow. no idea. <laughs> uh, Come on. But... Yeah, I mean, I can, I don't know, yeah, 432. <laughs> Follow-up episodes. So really, so. really steep. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's this just insanely uh, steep and just, I think, that, I think I think some of the steps are, you know, slightly, I'm making a hand <laughs> gesture right now. And, you know, um, like just jagged. Adju- and like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, uh, jagged and Not adjacent. easy to walk on. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. Um, but uh, this, so it leads down to I think where the Palisades Cliffs are, and yeah, they're very steep. I mean, if you you look at them and you would you would pretty much question what drug the architect was uh, <laughs> was on when he when he built these, right? But so I believe in like the 1800s, there was a pregnant woman who was walking down the stairs, totally loses her balance. She fell down the entire flight of stairs, Jeez. yeah, and was killed instantly from the impact. Mm-hmm. Alongside her unborn child. Wow. Um, Jillian's like, mm. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. She's like, mm. love it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting happier by the minute. <laughs> oh, um, so, that's crazy. No, that's terrible. Yeah. And I, I, so I think that happened back in like the, the early 1800s, but it just, it kept happening, right? Um, it happened again when some guy tried climbing the stairs as quickly as he could in like a race with, uh, you know, a couple of his friends. Um, he too lost his balance at the top, fell all the way back down and, and was killed. His body was actually found laying in like a very strange position, almost mm-hmm. like in a way that he couldn't have, it almost couldn't have been from the fall. Ooh. So some people thought that maybe like there was a ghost or something there that was Oof. causing, you right. know. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> um, but the creepiest thing that happened that uh, that happened there was um, this 50-year-old man 
was walking up the stairs during uh, what's just called rush hour. It's a very busy time, and and there were um, a lot of people walking on the sidewalk above and beneath the uh, the staircase. And when he got to the top of the steps, he just stopped, and people had to kind of walk around him. Mm-hmm. And then he just slowly turned around to face everyone that was walking up to the <sighs> steps. Oh, oh. Um, I'm like, that's freaky. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> And then he uh, he actually pulled a revolver out of oh, his no. jacket and oh shot himself in the heart. Oh my goodness! Uh. Um, yeah. So since then, there's been just like a number of reported hauntings and strange occurrences, oh, you know, you. including a lot of like injuries and falls and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. that's crazy. I thought you were gonna say he like just like pushed him, like like threw himself threw uh, himself down, down yeah. like. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, so. Either way, very traumatizing for everyone around. Yeah. So people still walk on those stairs. People today, still walk right? on them. There's there's still like tons of injuries that happen mm-hmm. and yeah. So the moral of the story is if you want to see some creepy stairs, yeah. go check out Chip and But have have like a, a lasso. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like throw down a rope, point yeah. to the bottom yeah, so you yeah. can yeah. <laughs> inch so your way up a bit. And if you have a trainer, don't let your trainer bring you to no. those no. stairs. Yeah. That would be one hell of a workout. <laughs> I might die working out, but yeah. or they're just like, falling oh, out. You I'll have like, great glutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or you have one more for us? What is it? I have one more for you, and then I actually have a crazy story that happened to yeah. me. That's pretty pretty creepy, but yeah. So this one's actually one of my favorites. So um, this is uh, the Eyes of Saint Joseph. So have you uh, have you heard of the? Uh, St. Joseph's Church on uh, Pan- uh, Pavonia? Pavonia? Mm-hmm. Pavonia. Pavonia. In Jersey City, yeah. Yes, in Jersey City. Okay. So it's this um, it's this big church with a huge tower that almost looks like something out of a movie. Mm. Um, I've never seen this, but I actually know people who have and who live in Jersey City, and they've referenced it before, um, and they're all dead. <laughs> After going to this place? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I do, I do know somebody who swears by this. So supposedly, you can see uh, two glowing lights that are best described as almost eyes um, that can be seen at the top of the tower, or past mm-hmm. the top of the like tower. It. Yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> and there's been like reports of this back to you know the 1950s, and and you know tons of sighting around these these glowing eyes, multiple sightings that have been just described to be red and disappearing after late hours, and um, they're so, red. Yeah, yeah, oh. that was the most uh, was the most frequently descri- right. description. Of, what do they uh, think it is? I, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't tell me. <laughs> Hold on, John. He's gonna get there. <laughs> I want to know. I'm scared. I don't like. This is the thing with scary stories. Yeah, you want to know? I want to know. I don't. Yeah. Need to yeah. Like, <gasps> well, so what's really creepy is, uh, you know, during the '50s, there were so many sightings um, that it almost became this like legend, and it would be attracting thousands of people, you know, at off times uh, to come and take a look at at the church, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so someone. Uh, went to go check out the eyes. It was this know, young guy. And um, he looks up at the tower and he sees a man from what almost looks like somebody wearing like a robe or something like that mm. and uh, climbing the tower, right? <gasps> now, it's really late. So the guy just thought his eyes were playing tricks on him. The next day in the paper, it's reported that a member of the church... A, uh, a uh, what's the word? A sexton. 
Saxton. I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't sound like you belong in a church either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was found dead at the at the foot of the tower. Uh, and sources say that he was in search of an answer to the mystery and started to climb to see if he could see the eyes oh, at a closer that gave distance. Me chills. So yes. wait, if you walk up this, so if people don't really go in the tower then, and he was trying to get in. Well, he was yeah, inside the church. He was in, right? I trying guess he was inside the church, yeah. and uh, yeah, he, you know, and apparently the the tower is like two or three stories high. So mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I don't know. Honestly, in every scary movie, when people see like terrifying things I feel like they just follow it yeah and I'm then like go you end the up other way yeah you end up dead so yeah. I mean this guy yeah what did he think was gonna happen I don't know <laughs> I really want to know how he got up there could you imagine trying to climb up in a, a church robe, right too. now in, in a, a robe, robe. yeah no. in a robe in a robe in a robe that's my main concern here <laughs> right <laughs> that's crazy yeah and they still don't know what it is nope these See, are that's all my thing I want the punchline or unsolved. the the answer yeah. Well, do you want to go uh, check it out later? We can figure it out. <laughs> do some investigative yeah, we research. Yeah, record while you're trying to figure take it out. this on the road. <laughs> Live. You have a robe, right? I have like it's five mandatory robes. To yeah, them. we'll all wear robes <laughs> and we can go check it out. <laughs> and yeah. the podcast ends here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a really creepy story that actually happened to me, if you want to hear Ooh. this. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I used to live in Hoboken when I was a kid. We lived in a brownstone. I won't say where where it is because it might freak people out. Okay. Oh my God. But uh, so I was like, I was dating this girl and uh, she happened to be in the area and she's like, hey, do you mind if I stop by? My friend's going to come and pick me up and just hanging out. I said, yeah, I'm in the middle of a movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. She comes in, we go into my basement, we continue watching the movie. She gets thirsty. She's like, hey, um, you know, can I have a drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we go back up. <laughs> yeah, a lot of traveling so. in this <laughs> Go back upstairs into my kitchen and, um, you know, we have a drink. And uh, she gets a text saying, oh, you know, my, my friend is here. Um, let's just call her Joyce. Okay. Joyce. I just like that name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the girl I was dating, let's just call her Diana. Okay. okay. What? <laughs> That's the most random. Just call her Mildred Kruger. Yeah. Um, Diana. Yeah. All right. Um, so she goes, "Oh, she's at your front door." So I open the door, <laughs> and uh, thunder and lightning hit. No, no, no. Oh, but it, it, <laughs> like what? They might. It might have. Well, I, it, it almost should have happened because um, I opened the door and I could immediately tell this girl was just off. <laughs> And uh-huh. a little bit different. She okay. had a, she had black hair with a long gray streak down it. Okay. This is she, Joyce. Was she an X Man? This is Joyce. <laughs> an X Man. <laughs> um, yeah, she was Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Makes sense with the no, thunder she had, and lightning. She had looked like she had like seen okay. some crap. <laughs> um, so I was like, uh, "Hi," and I'm I, I'm like, "You're are you Joyce?" <laughs> <laughs> Mildred. <laughs> right. No, I'm Mildred. No, Mildred's with you. Got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. um, so she comes in and she ends up sitting on the on the at the kitchen table with us and we're having a drink and conversating. And for years I've always thought that there was something in my house, maybe mm. some sort of presence uh-huh. or a spirit or something. Because sometimes at night I would hear walking 
on the first floor and Ugh. I'd be in the basement hanging out. It was kind of like, you know, our, our lounge area. And uh, and you were, lived alone. So that I lived, couldn't have been. Yeah, okay. I, I owned a brownstone okay. at the age of 21. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, well, that was the thing. I, like my parents right, that's what I'm were wondering. sleeping on the second floor. Oh, okay. My mm-hmm. parents would sleep through the end of the world. Right. They would never get up they don't, to walk around. Never it. walked. Got no, it. the okay. place could be on fire and right. they would not, they would not get up. So I always wondered, I'm like, I would hear things. I would hear like sounds, people yeah. walking or whatever. And then you still chose to hang out in the basement. I still live there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. wanted to see something. So uh, so I made a joke because I heard it while we were all conversating. I said, oh, there's, there's, oh, they heard it too. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. They heard it and they're like, what was that? And I was like, oh, that's the ghost that lives here. And like with, <gasps> without. Does the ghost have a name as well? Uh, Deirdre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm an expert on old names. Right. So, um, so I go, I go, oh, what was that? I was like, oh, that's just the ghost that's here. And without missing a beat, the girl's like, yeah, I felt the presence as soon as I walked through the <laughs> And uh, I was like, really? And she's like, no, I really did. Oof. And I'm like, well, could you somehow communicate with it? Mm-hmm. She goes, I can try. This so, is the girl with the black. Yeah, this is Joyce. 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 Got it. Okay, Joyce. So she goes on to communicate with some type of spirit. All of a sudden, like this seance almost starts to happen. And she's communicating with it and saying that it's, it knows me. Mm, What? And she starts, uh, she starts talking for it and it's telling and asking me questions that there is no possible way this girl could know. It started describing things that were in my attic, things about my brother, things that he collected. There's no <gasps> possible way this could happen. So here comes the creepy part. Oh, the whole time, that yeah. wasn't it. No, we're that's ready. not it. Yeah. The whole time this is going on, the whole time this is going on, the movie I was watching is playing downstairs in the basement, right? Okay. Now I'm like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to stay focused mm-hmm. on this, but I keep hearing, you know, talking. And, and so I'm like, let me go downstairs yeah. into my creepy basement and <gasps> turn all the lights off in the movie. So the way my basement is set up is, uh, you know, if you you have to turn all the lights off first before you go back up the steps. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can't shut mm-hmm. it off from the top. So I go downstairs. I shut the movie off, the TV off. I turn all the lights off, mm-hmm. and I start to walk up the stairs. And then all of a sudden, I feel no. this cold presence. Like it got cold, and it almost felt like something was coming around me, like around my shoulders. And I didn't even want to turn oh, around. No. It was so weird. And I jetted up the stairs. Right. I got into the kitchen, and Joyce killed Diana. <laughs> no. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're messing up the names now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Deanna. <laughs> Mildred. Deandra. Mildred, yeah. What um, are we even talking about? No, I got into the... I, I, so I came up, and, and she could see that I was, like, kind of huffing and puffing. Oh and, she, and she goes, something happened in the basement, didn't it? I'm like, yes. She's like, you felt something? I'm like, yep. She goes, was it really cold? <sighs> I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, that's other spirits. She goes, they know that I'm here and can communicate. She goes, we should stop. Oh, my, oh my God. Wait, and who? There's no way she could have known what yeah. just happened to me downstairs. Right. All the other stuff, I don't know. Maybe some wacky way she figured that out. Oh, I have chills all over my body. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, and why did you let this woman yeah. in her house? She was there to pick up. She was there to pick up Deanne. Uh, Deanne. Oh, it was her yeah. friend. Okay. Yeah. I was Got it. Say, yeah. 
I was like, at first I was like, wait, did you just, you were like, yeah, come on in. But I, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I missed yeah, that part. Yeah. <laughs> just open the oh, door yeah. and she was there. Anybody come who's, on in. who's come looks on freaky, back. if you're floating <laughs> in midair, come on stone. in. Yeah. <laughs> and where so. were your parents during, oh, sleeping, sorry. Dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like these types of things happen more than people talk mm-hmm. about. And then when you talk about it, all of a sudden everyone has a story or something. Like mm-hmm. I've heard people say that the Willow Terraces are haunted. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Those, they're on like Willow Avenue. You know, you guys yeah. are like the little small. It's, on, it's between Willow and Clinton. Yeah, like right seventh. by Acme. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, sixth, yeah. and I, I mean, I feel like it happens so much more. I personally, the way you left the basement is how I leave most rooms. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> just run. I'm like shutting off the light, run. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, ever since I was a kid, I've always felt like I feel certain things like more so than right. others that's why i was scared of et i mean oh, like, just... <laughs> the total he, he was he was nice he was friendly though. i know he and was, he was missing his family he was friendly i was yeah i was, I was scared. Scared. it's not even a scary movie i it? know he was he i was, was scared not, of everything he was not attractive let's say that was a little scary <laughs> oh. you know he was now that i look he was kind of like he's kind of cute but yeah. it's like a hairless <laughs> Dog, maybe <laughs> with a red finger, didn't yeah. wrong with it? Like, glowed. That it glowed. The thing with the garage glow. really like messed me up when he they like opened the door and he's like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a parent, I can understand why they freaked out though. Oh, yeah, you yeah. found ET with your son and his <laughs> finger is red. Yeah, like, uh. <laughs> I know. Well, oh this my was, goodness. This was <laughs> really great to hear. And now I'm officially ready for Halloween. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Are there any other good spots that you can just tell our readers that you've kind of researched that are good for the, the, the Halloween spirit? Yeah. I mean, if you want to like visit um, some creepy areas in New Jersey and Hudson County and Berg County, um, the first one I would suggest is uh, Devil's Tower in Alpine. Mm-hmm. So. Very scary. The, the story around this has changed multiple times, but supposedly it was constructed for either a boy or a rich family or a prince or something, so he could watch the uh, yeah the, the <laughs> ships. Of course, an alpine. Of course, yeah, yeah. Right. in a gated prince of alpine. Yeah, the uh, the boats on the on the Henry Hunter because it's really tall and yeah. it is surrounded by mansions, so it's in a creepy area. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, if you drive around it three times backwards backwards or forward yeah and something crazy happens that seems like a disaster just waiting to happen (laughs) even if you don't see anything i was there driving it's pretty scary really yeah it's just the tower surrounded by like nothing interesting you could drive around yeah Yeah. oh i want to go yeah that's a good one (laughs) um then there's gravity hill in uh wyckoff which um they say that, you know, it's a, somebody was killed there and it's the spirits pushing on your car. It's the, when you you get off a certain exit in Wyckoff, the way that your car is situated, if you have it in drive, mm-hmm. somehow it starts getting pushed in reverse and you start almost going Ooh. up this hill. So, yeah, when they that first happened, people started putting powder on the front of the car to see if there were handprints. And, mm, what? And, yeah, um, I don't know if they pretty were. Pretty cool. But, yeah, that's a pretty cool one. I don't know exactly where it is in Wyckoff. But, uh, yeah. And then there's um, there's actually another one. I think it's in it's in Wyckoff. Uh, it's off of Russell Avenue. It's called the Midnight Walker. What's hmm. um, with Wyckoff? I was about <laughs> to say. So it's the areas with all PSA. the money. PSA. <laughs> Everyone living These in tortured Wyckoff. spirits <laughs> with yeah. lots of money. Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the Midnight Walker is actually something I've seen 
personally. It's uh, supposedly, what? yeah, I have. I saw it in high school, so I don't know if the guy is still there. I'd be shocked if he is, but supposedly there is a guy who travels down Russell Avenue back and forth starting at midnight looking, quote-unquote, for his daughter, who was killed by a drunk driver. Every single day? Every single night. Wow. Now, I heard this when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I I got all my friends together. <laughs> We're going there. And uh, we drove by, and we saw him. Really? And he, oh looked, he was a big dude. He looked like he was 6'4", and he had um, he was also called the guy with no eyes, or maybe that's what I called him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he had no, uh, what is it, um, colors, coloration? Like, like um, albino? Yeah. No, no, no. His, his eyes were, like, white. Oh, oh, like the the dark spot, the dark just areas. everything. Yeah, <laughs> just eyes were white. That's crazy. and um, yeah, and he just it looked it almost is. looked like he didn't have any eyes. And he, but I saw him. Yeah, he, and he would walk back and forth. He's and real. Forth. Like he was a real person. That's so sad. And pro- really it probably sad. who knows if that's you know. Really, it's probably just some guy trying to get some exercise (laughs) with no eyes. Well, maybe he has like a a disorder where like the light hurts his eyes or something, and he has to do it at night. Yeah, you know, if you don't have color, I think that's what. This is such an optimist. I know. I just feel so bad. (laughs) You become a very sad story. What a tortured soul that would be if if that was true. I know. So that's one of them. Did you talk to him? Sorry, I actually did. (gasps) You did. What did you say? What did he say? We asked him for directions. (laughs) And did he respond? Phenomenally. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you got to make a left down here and get down Russell Avenue. Don't make that first right because right. that will take you off the highway. We're yeah, like, oh, wait, thanks. Wow. What? Maybe yeah. that wasn't him. No, it was. It definitely was. Yeah, Morgan. No, he, uh, yeah, we, we did because we <laughs> passed him so many times. Stop job. ruining the story. <laughs> so, yeah, those are three three good ones that's, to check out. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you through and through for scaring us. I have chills and I am ready to go get my scare on. I feel like we need to take a field trip now. Yeah, I could do this all day. I know. We have lots (laughs) of stories to investigate. And Mike, tell everybody where they can find you because I know you do stand-up, you're an actor, you have a lot of stuff going on. Where can people find you? Yeah, sure. Um, So you can follow my Instagram. That's usually where I promote anything that I'm doing, um, which is uh, VerseNJ, V-E-R-S-E-N-J. Um, I do stand up wherever I can, uh, <laughs> but I, I like to do some, uh, some shows up in, uh, in Suffer, New York at, uh, the Rhino Comedy. So you can check me awesome. out there. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you guys maybe play part two at the Mile Square Theater. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. We'll see. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Today for our self-care segment, Lexi is here. She's a Jersey City resident, Tory Birch employee by day, Hoboken Girl contributor by night with a self-care and beauty beat, of course. And she's going to be talking to us about her experience getting a spray tan with Girl on the Glow Tans, a mobile tanning service in Hudson County and New York City. Welcome, Lexi. Hi. Good to see you. You too. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. And I'm excited about this because I get spray tans pretty often and I love hearing about, I've actually never had a girl on the glow tan and I love hearing about good experiences with spray tans because there can be some not so good experiences too. Yes. So I don't normally get spray tans, but now that I've gotten one, I'm definitely going to be getting them more often because yeah. I'm obsessed. And you have one right now? Right now, you yes. Look great. How do I look? <laughs> you look glowy. I would never know. I would just think you were fresh off, not even off the beach because that's like intense, like uh-huh. fresh off a day in the sun at 
puree or something. Yeah, she yeah. was great with making sure, you know, I got exactly what I wanted, not too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this was a mobile spray tan. So she came to my apartment, mm-hmm. um, which was really convenient. Yeah. And whenever I told people that, Everyone was like, um, are you nervous you're going to paint your walls orange? Or <laughs> that no. is I always have thought about that, but they usually pop up a tent. Does she pop yeah, one up? So it was yeah, it was like one of those dis or um what are they called? The It's like a little pop up thing, like yeah. a tent thing. It was like yeah, yeah like a tent like hut, um, which yeah. they perform the spray tan in and yeah. you kinda step on these sticky shoes so you don't get your bottom of your feet all orange. You don't walk yeah. around with footprints around your apartment. <laughs> Um, and then she kind of proceeded with the tan from there. Um, she gave me a shower cap to protect my hair and, um, disposable underwear. So you don't kind of ruin your own. Yeah. And then she said, you know, you could wear whatever you, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like a bikini or just like go nude or or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's cool. And so what did you do? Did you go nude? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Like get everything tan. (laughs) I know. Especially if, I mean, if you have like a event coming up or anything like that, it's like a perfect way you don't have to ever think about like a strap or right. any of that stuff so yeah that's good yeah so they also have a cbd add-on that you can do for 25 dollars, and it's a special cbd that won't affect your tan and, and it kind of in the lotion it's yeah she puts it in the tanning spray basically no so way. it goes directly onto your skin and it's good for if you have like back knee or just skin irritation or anything like that mm. and of course you know i just did it for calming the skin yeah (laughs) right before bed and being calm when someone's spray tanning you naked (laughs) exactly yeah I I asked her I was like is this weird for you to be doing this all the time just seeing so many people nude oh no I feel like a doctor I do it all the time oh I know I'm sure I'm sure she's seen a lot of boobs yes definitely (laughs) now how much does her spray tan cost so a regular 45 minute session is 69 Mm dollars And then you can also do a rapid session, so which has a shorter set time. So you can literally just get dressed and leave your house like, right. really shortly after. That's $79. Or she also provides monthly memberships for, I think, 189 a month. And how many spray tans do you get for that? I think it's unlimited. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I guess you would probably only get like four. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many you would get. <laughs> I know, because I have always wondered about those like unlimited things. I mean, a blowout unlimited, it makes total sense. Yes, because you, you can that, get one like, every day. <laughs> but spray tan, you might start looking like a snooky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stitch. Yeah. Cool. And so overall thoughts, would you do it again? Yes, absolutely. It was a very even beautiful color. Um, I got so many compliments at work. Yeah. Definitely for an event. I didn't do this for any reason except for writing the article. So (laughs) I'm going to actually have a reason next time. You look great though. You, you walked down the street and feel really tan and good, good. Like it's uh, (laughs) you can feel like it's summer. (laughs) Yes. Getting into colder weather. I know. Well, thanks so much for coming in. It was great to see you. Thank you. You too. Our hidden gem this week is a business that you have to check out on Instagram. Mac and the Mushroom, it's a local floral design company run by Kim, who's an SNL set designer, does amazing floral work, and it's perfect for the upcoming holiday season, making beautiful wreaths, pumpkins, and skeleton decor for right now for Halloween. And of course, coming up in the holiday season, there's going to be so much more. So definitely check her out. It's at Mac, M-A-C, and the Mushroom, M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M. 
For Hudson Valley lovers, New Paltz, New York is a really fun city to check out for a getaway. And we have a hot tip on where to stay in that area for our getaway this week. It's a local bed and breakfast called Watergrass Hill in the neighboring town of Gardner, New York. Now, this bread and breakfast I've actually stayed at personally, and it's really, really cute. It's quaint. Uh, Alana Colucci, who's the owner, opened it in June of 2018, and she had been living in Hoboken and decided to leave the publishing industry in New York and move back home. And as luck, or, and I say that with an asterisk, as luck would have it, her grandfather owned a farmhouse in their hometown, and she decided to open it. And she did a lot of research. She even traveled to Cork, Ireland, where she was inspired by the local Airbnbs and the town's namesake. And she brought a business plan back to her parents to create the bed and breakfast, took over the mortgage, and the rest was history. When we stayed there, it was just so amazing. They make you breakfast in the mornings. They have little workshops. And it's really close to some wineries and other fun fall activities. So definitely check out Water Grass Hill Bed and Breakfast and tell them we sent you. Our Hudson heroes this week, we have plural, are all the people in the area that decorate their brownstones, especially Bloomfield and Garden Streets in Hoboken, and make it so fun for our community on Halloween. I don't even trick-or-treat because I'm a little too old for that, but I have FOMO because it is a zoo on Halloween, and there's so much to see and do on those streets and in our Hoboken neighborhoods for kids and their families. So you guys are our Hudson heroes. And our Hudson Zero this week, anyone that complains about things going on in town, like taxes or bike lanes or anything like that, but doesn't take the time to educate themselves on issues and learn their candidates and vote. Election Day locally is next Tuesday, and we have lots of articles on HobokenGirl.com that detail issues and candidates for you to peruse, like where to vote, how to figure out what ward you're in, who your candidate is, and who the incumbent versus challenger is. So make sure to check those out and educate yourself before Election Day. And our nonprofit this week is Forest Founders, which was in our news as a New Jersey City nonprofit dedicated to planting trees in our area. And we really encourage you to help our environment and get involved with sponsoring these tree plantings by visiting forestfounders.org. That's forest, F-O-R-E-S-T, founders, F-O-U-N-D-E-R-S, dot org. And that concludes this episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Mike Travers, Morgan Gertler, and Jillian Terry for coming on to talk all things ghost stories, and also Lexi for talking some self-care, as well as our production team Van Voorst Films and Mike Soul for our music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us spread the word. You can also get in touch by following Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and email us at teaonthehudson at gmail.com. See you next week for a new episode, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.